Hello, I'm Alison Russell. I'm a Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, poet, and activist. I've been inspired by artists like Nina Simone and Tracy Chapman, who turned their faces into the blade of storm and roared back dignity and hope. This month, I'm your guest host on Womanica. Today's musician rocketed to stardom in the 1950s. Her distinctive blues, jazz, and R&B music topped the charts, earning her the title Queen of the Blues. Let's talk about Dinah Washington. Dinah Washington was born Ruth Lee Jones on August 29, 1924, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. When she was young, her family moved to Chicago, where her mother joined the music ministry at their local church. Ruth learned how to play piano and sing from her mother and quickly joined her church's choir. By age 11, she was traveling across the country singing gospel at church recitals. When Ruth was 15, she won a talent competition at Chicago's Regal Theater. From there, she began singing in nightclubs across Chicago. In 1943, when Ruth was 18, a talent manager named Joe Glazer heard her singing at a club. Impressed with her vocals, Joe introduced her to Lionel Hampton, who led a renowned orchestra that sang at the Regal Theater. Lionel offered her a job, and she began performing with Lionel's orchestra under a new name, Dinah Washington. Dinah toured with Lionel for three years. She recorded some of her first hit songs during that time, like her song Evil Gal Blues, which appeared in Billboard magazine's Harlem Hit Parade. With her gritty, high-pitched voice, Dinah had a unique vocal style that bent genres. She sang R&B, blues, jazz, and pop. Her songs were varied, but often contained themes of love, heartbreak, and women wronged. These themes were personal to her own life. Over the course of her career, Dinah herself would be married at least six times. In 1946, Dinah signed a record deal with Mercury Records and went solo. From there, her career skyrocketed. From 1948 to 1955, she had over 25 R&B top 10 hits, making her one of the most popular singers of the time. In 1949, her song Baby Get Lost hit number one on the Billboard charts. And in 1952, she had a number four hit with Trouble in Mind. Throughout her career, Dinah recorded with acclaimed jazz musicians. In 1955, legendary Quincy Jones arranged her album, Dinah Washington, Those in Love. Later, Quincy Jones wrote that Dinah could take the melody in her hand, hold it like an egg, crack it open, fry it, let it sizzle, reconstruct it, put the egg back in the box and back in the refrigerator, and you would have still understood every single syllable. Dinah's success kept her touring across the country, singing at large jazz festivals and performing with celebrated musicians like Count Basie and Duke Ellington. In 1959, Dinah crossed over to pop records with her song, What a Difference a Day Makes. The song is largely considered to be one of her greatest commercial successes and it won her a Grammy Award for Best R&B Record. When Dinah was just 39 years old, 
she died of an accidental overdose in 1963. After her death, her music continued to be influential in ushering blues into the mainstream. In 1993, she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and three of her songs have been added to the Grammy Hall of Fame. All month long, we're highlighting Black musicians. Womanica is a Wonder Media Network production. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan, who invited me to guest host this month. Talk to you tomorrow. There's a lot going on in the world right now, and more of it than ever seems to be about business. How do workers benefit from the great resignation? Will TikTok change the music industry forever? I'm Nora Ali. And I'm Scott Rogowski. And we host Business Casual, a podcast from Morning Brew that dives into the unexpected business story behind everything. We're bringing you conversations with creators, thinkers, and innovators who can tell you what it all means and why you should care. Listen on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 